Welcome to This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. One verse, one truth, one choice. Hello and welcome once again to This One Thing. I'm Carrie Kenyon Dern. So grateful that you are joining us today and also very grateful to my dear friend Melina Puente for joining us once again. Hello, Melina. Hi, Carrie. Good to see you again. I love seeing your big smile and hearing your (laughs) laugh. So thanks for making my day. So last week we were in Mark 7, and we've just jumped over one chapter this week to Mark chapter 8, and we're going to be focusing today on Mark 8 verse 34. So I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to let you go first, Melina, share some truth, I'll share some truth, and then we'll both share a choice that we would encourage our listeners to make, and a choice that we're committed to make ourselves based on our verse of the week. Mark 8.34 says this, Then, calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. So, before I hand it over to you, I want to really quickly give high, big, 36,000 feet view of this passage. So we're in the middle of Mark 8 where Jesus is performing miracles. He's feeding the 4,000. He's already fed the 5,000. He's healed a blind man. And then right before this verse, he's having that interchange with Peter where Peter's trying to talk him out of going to the cross. And he says, get behind me, Satan. So it's interesting to me that Jesus, at the very beginning of our verse of the week here in verse 34, is he's calling everybody to come hear him because he had just before this verse, he had been talking to just his disciples in that interchange with Peter where he says, get behind me, Satan. And He takes this little break and he says to everybody in the vicinity, come hear what I have to say. So that tells us, Melina, that this verse, our verse of the week, is for all of us. It's not for the spiritual elite. He's not saying to the spiritual elite, to pastors and ministry leaders and, you know, people that we would say, oh, they're on the front line. They're super spiritual. This is for them. No, this is for all of us. He, He called the crowd over and he said, listen up. This is a message for all of you. If you want to be my follower, if you want to truly be my disciple, here are the three things required of you. Give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. So, Melina, what is the truth that you personally have pulled out of this verse? I love that it's for everybody, and thank you for highlighting that, because I want to be a disciple of Jesus, and I want to lay down my cross and I want to follow him. And I think for me, what is true in this process is my life is bigger than me and the choices that I get to make and the choices that I get to experience, regardless of how I quote unquote feel about them, I can understand that the things I choose are bigger than me. And I have to acknowledge, here's what's true. I have to acknowledge that I am selfish and I have selfish ways. I know there are a lot of people who might meet me for the first time or get to know me a little bit. And they're like, you know, you're really nice. You're really kind. And I, I know, and the Lord knows my heart. And that isn't always true. Mm -hmm. I do. I know I'm selfish. Mm -hmm. I know that I want my way in certain things. And I, I can dig my heels in with him and say, but I want it like this. Mm -hmm. And he's very quick to remind me, this isn't about you. Mm -hmm. And I need you to look at a bigger picture here. And so just that tender way he's able to remind me to to give up my selfish ways, mm-hmm. that I'm not in charge, I'm not the authority of my life, 
and that I don't have it all figured out because my perspective, as he shares in the verse before it, it's merely a human perspective. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I want to make sure I give myself the opportunity to lay down what I think is my way and choose to take up the way of his cross mm-hmm. and see it as an opportunity to impact a life beyond myself. Mm-hmm. So good. Thank you for being vulnerable. I resonate with that. I think we're all selfish and Jesus knows that, right? So he came to be our example in all things. And this verse reminds me of when he is in the garden of Gethsemane, right before going to the cross where he's anguished and he is suffering to the point of sweating blood. And he says, father, not my will, but yours be done. If Jesus is our example in all things, that's what he's trying to teach us here. He's not saying you're going to get up on a physical cross like I did. He said, you're going to have to learn how to deny yourself and say, I choose your way, Jesus, over my way. So what I love is that this is simple. This is one, two, three. I love one, two, threes. I love ABC. And so Jesus is basically saying to us, all of us, because he calls the crowd over. This is for us too. He says, if you want to be my follower, you've got to learn how to surrender to me and to my will. You've got to say no to your will. So for me, I've got to say no to Carrie's will because Carrie has a will. Melina has a will. We have selfishness. We We have a plan. And he's saying, you're going to have to learn and you're going to have to get comfortable saying no to your own plan, saying no to your own will and yes to mine and learning what mine is, putting yourself in a posture of humbly receiving. This is my will for you. You may not like it and it might not be your first choice, but it's what's going to bring me the most glory. And it's what's going to bring you the most fulfillment. So number one, you're going to have to learn how to fully surrender, which means die to your plan, put it aside and walk in my plan and my pathway for you. Number two, you're going to have to learn how to identify with my suffering. This reminds me, I quote this verse all the time, Romans 8, 15 through 17, it's talking about our inheritance as as children of God. And it says, if you're going to walk in the inheritance and, and truly embrace your full inheritance, you also have to experience suffering. And so Jesus is saying here, when he says, you're going to have to take up your own cross, it's a personal cross. My cross is going to be different than your cross. He's going to ask me to deny my flesh and suffer in a different way because that is how we identify with him. That is how we get to know him. And I talked about that two weeks ago when I did the podcast. I talked about this concept of embracing that cross because it is for the joy set before us that we can do that, knowing whose we are today, who we belong to, and what's to come for all of eternity. And then number three in this verse, Jesus is saying that we have got to follow and trust him and his word, trusting that his plan is better. I can look at his plan and I can say, "Uh uh-uh, I don't want that plan. I don't like that plan. And he's saying, but that's the plan that's best for you. You know, I, I get this. So many times Jesus is saying to me, Carrie, this is what I'm asking you to do. This is what I want you to do. And I'm saying, but Jesus, have you looked at my calendar or my schedule today? I already have it all planned out. If you could just consult with me, if you could just look at my plan, you'll see it's excellent. We don't need to amend it. And he's like, no, that's, that's your plan. And I'm going to need you to set that aside. And I think this can be comical, you know, on a high level, but... On a deeper level, for many people, this is very, very serious. 
And you and I have both been in seasons of life where it's not so lighthearted. When we go through health trials or financial trials or really big crossroads at work or, you know, losing a job, losing a loved one. Like, how is this your plan, Lord? This doesn't feel kind. This doesn't feel loving. This feels today like you're nowhere around. I'm feeling abandoned. So to truly be Jesus's disciple means even in those dark places, those shadows of the valley of death that we're saying, I trust you. I trust your word. I trust your promises. And I'm going to continue to follow you regardless of the cross that you call me to carry. And if we can't do those three things, Jesus is saying, you're really not my disciple at all. Because if we aren't denying ourselves and if we're not willing to follow him, into the places that we don't understand that we really can't call ourselves his disciples. So I don't know if that convicts anybody else, but (laughs) it sure convicts me. That's just where I'm at today. Right. So Melina, what is the choice that you call out of this passage this week? The opportunity to remember three words when I'm in a place that um, I may not want to do something or get my own way. And that I can choose to say, I get to, I get to do whatever this next thing is. I get to be in an experience. I get to be in a situation. I get to be a light to someone because the opposite of that is I have to. And when I choose to say I get to, the heart, my heart becomes a heart of a servant. I get to have that posture of looking like Jesus to someone, having the opportunity to speak truth to someone, to be a source of comfort, to be encouragement. And when I have to, I go in with the kind of bitterness and uh, kind of attitude. (laughs) And I don't like that. And so just shifting my heart attitude with those three words and knowing that I'm not going to do my will, but choose Jesus as well. So good. Thank you for that, Melina. For me, the choice is, again, looking at these three things that Jesus pulls out. We have to surrender to him, identify with him and follow him regardless of what he's asking us to carry, walk through, bear, whatever burden, whatever cross. And for me, it's a daily choice. It's not a one-time choice. I had one of these days yesterday. (laughs) Everything on my calendar was errands and, you know, pick this up, drop this off, go here, get this, get this Mother's Day present, get this in the mail, drop off this dry cleaning, go to the store, get this. It was a whole day slated to run errands and do things for everybody else. And I'm not going to lie. I had these frustrations because I have things I want to do, right? It's I had a day off from counseling. I want to get my workout in. I had a couple things I needed to go get at the store. There was no time. There was no room in the schedule because these are things that were time sensitive that needed to be done. I'm carpooling and I'm doing all these other things for everybody else. And it was just one of those days where I found myself at this crossroads of, Jesus, is this what you need me to do today? Do you need me to be running these errands and sacrificing everything I want and I think I need and my self-care and all this other stuff? And he's like, I just need you to serve today. I just need you to prioritize doing these things for your family, doing these things for your friends, doing these things, you know, for your in-laws. I need you to prioritize all these things. And guess what? I still got to fit my workout in. I still got to talk to my best friend. 
I still got to do all the little things that were important to my heart, but he asked me to first sacrifice what I thought was most important and lay that down to serve others. So yesterday ended up looking like nothing I wanted it to look like, but of course there was joy and fulfillment in that. So that's just one little tiny example. It's not extreme. There are times where this feels more extreme, where we're called to serve or we're called to do something that's hard for us or scary for us, but it's a daily and even moment by moment decision. Am I going to follow Jesus, what I'm feeling you prompt me to do or say in this moment, or am am I going to barge ahead in my own will and my own way? Because I do get to choose. Yes. Notice that Jesus says here, if you want to be my follower, he's not (laughs) saying you have to. I, I don't want us to miss that. He's saying, if you want to, this is how you do it. You don't have to. You don't have to be my follower. You don't have to be a true disciple. And I love your vulnerability today that you're saying people perceive you as this super loving, generous, perfect person. Really, I don't know. I've lost count of how many people think you're actually an angel. And you're like, "Mm, no, no disrespect. I think you are so, so loving. You look so much like Jesus, but you're not perfect. I mean, for crying out loud, I've known you for a lot of years. You're not perfect. You're human. You have to choose this like all of us. And I think maybe the difference is you're a little bit more practiced at choosing to be selfless. It's like a muscle, right? We get to choose this, all of us. And Jesus is saying, you get to choose this. If you want to be my follower, you need to get comfortable today, today, not tomorrow, today, surrendering your plan and your will to me. You need to learn to identify with me, he's saying, in suffering, denying yourself, saying no to your plan and yes to my plan. And you need to learn to Follow me, he's saying, and trust me, even when it doesn't make sense to you. And so the choice is obvious to me this week. It's very, very clear right here in the passage. He's saying, if you want to, this is what it looks like. This is what you have to choose. And so my prayer for all of us, Melina, is that we would choose to take up the cross, to say no to our plan, give up our own way and follow him. So to really cement this choice, I would like to read the verses following our verse of the week as we close. So this is verse 35 through 38. Jesus continues on after our verse of the week by saying, if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. So what he's saying here is there are two different kinds of lives. You have your spiritual life, your relationship with him, and you have a physical body. And if you try to save your physical life, you lose your spiritual life. Because you're so caught up in your own plan, your own will, and your own agenda, which is the physical. He's saying you lose that spiritual life, that depth, that meaning, that intimacy with me. Continuing on with verse 36, and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? And then lastly, he says here in verse 38, if anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the son of man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his father with the holy angels. So this verse is important. 
Yes. Because everything hinges on the choice that we're making this week. Because if we choose these three things that I have repeated many times now, then we are a true disciple. And in that way, we will lay down our natural physical life for true life in Jesus Christ. And then what it matters the most when it comes time for us to say, am I ashamed or am I not ashamed? We're going to be able to stand for Jesus without any shame. Amen. Whatever it costs, because Melina, here's the truth. And this is so convicting for all of us, but I want to close with this. If I am not a true disciple of Jesus, if I'm not willing to surrender, identify with him and follow him regardless of what he's asking, when it comes to the the choice that I have to make ultimately to stand for him or deny him, I won't have the spiritual strength to do it then if I'm not doing it today. Amen. I can't stand for him in the future when it might cost me something. If I'm not standing for him today, when really it doesn't cost anything but my pride and my comfort. So if we want to know if we're true disciples, if we're going to stand for Jesus in the future, we can look at our lives today and say, what am I choosing? And we'll get our answer. So I want to close in prayer that all of us would be men and women that would be true disciples, true followers of Jesus, that we would be willing to lay down our physical lives for the more that Jesus has for us in relationship with him so that we would not be ashamed of him and we would live without shame for him today and whatever is coming ahead. Yes, yes. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the truth and the power of your word. I thank you for the simplicity of it. You call us to you as children and then you talk to us, not to patronize us like children, but so that we can understand You want us to really understand that this is simple. If we're truly your disciple, if we're truly your follower, we're going to surrender to you, not tomorrow, but today. We're going to say, what is your will today? And set aside our own will. We're going to learn to embrace and identify with your suffering by giving up our own way, giving up our own plans and saying yes to your plan instead. And we're going to learn to follow you and trust you and your word even when we don't understand, even when we don't like it. Because we trust you like a child trusts their parent getting in the car to go on vacation. We don't know where we're going. We don't know what we need and we don't have the directions. We need to trust you like children, that you are the only one that knows our destination, what we're going to need along the way and how to get there. I pray that we would give ourselves to you in such a way that people would look at us and say, now there's a man or a woman that is not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, is not afraid to say, Jesus is my savior. Lord, help us to be men and women that are unashamed today so that in the future, when we stand before you and your father face to face, you will not be ashamed of us. You will identify us and you will say, there is my child They were not ashamed of me, and now they will be with me in glory forever. I thank you for the clarity and the simplicity of this passage, and I pray that we would choose to truly be your disciples, to take up our cross, being willing to sacrifice fully whatever you ask of us, to give ourselves completely to you, that we would be men and women that say, not our will, but your will be done, Father. We love you and we trust you even when we don't understand you and we give ourselves to you. Would you glorify yourself through us, we pray in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. 
for This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. Find all our episodes by clicking the podcast link located on our website at fetterfree.org.